Greetings, Cosmic Crittermanders, and welcome to another episode of Cosmic Crit. I am your favorite android from another planet. I've said that before, haven't I? Anyway, I'm Jabert, and uh, I'm really excited that you guys chose to join us today. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone that we still have our NPC challenge going on right now. If you'd like to have an NPC of your creation showing up in Season 2 of Cosmic Crit, uh, go ahead and get those submissions into us now. We're already getting some uh, really fun ones, and I can't wait to see what else you guys come up with. Um, if you have not submitted yet, you have until the end of December to do so, and you can do that over at CosmicCrit.com or send us an email to CosmicCrit at gmail.com. But that's about all I had prepared for today. We are very excited to be sharing this one with you. We are getting towards the end of Empire of Bones, book six of the Dead Sun's Adventure Path, and we could not be happier with it. We are uh, loving this campaign, and uh, your boy uh, Andus gets to do some pretty fun stuff today, and I can't wait for you to hear all about it. All right, and with that, please sit back and relax for episode 65. The Empire of Bones Strikes Back Last time on Cosmic Crit We make quick work of the security bots there to greet us in the hallway. I kind of feel bad for these robots. They're just trying to do their jobs, you know? Raimi's pleas for a direct router once again ignored, and we all may pay for it. Well, it was marked on the map. We traced the distress beacon to the ship's brick where four undead dwarves defer diplomacy for stabbing. I think we're all eager to see what this fortitude save is for. It seems the Empire of Bones took over a mining vessel at some point, and these now undead dwarves are all that remain. What's the point of a brig if they're just gonna let them die? At least it wasn't a bathroom this time. On our way to the bridge, we take a detour into a sunken room. There's something alive in here. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. In the not-too-distant future, somewhere in time and drift space, Alindra Vallis and her Starfinder crew were caught in an interstellar arms race. Now they've boarded the Empire of Bones in this week's MST3K, a.k.a. Multiplayer Starfinder Tabletop 3000. My name is Patrick, and I'm your GM here, your generic mad scientist plotting ways to make the players go bonkers. And this is Cosmic Crit. Welcome back to the show. Joining me on this experiment of epic proportions aboard the bone-shaped satellite are my five friends in your gorillas in jumpsuits. To my left, Gizmodic Institute's new face of its PR department. It's Drew playing Mac Feldspar. Getting ready to celebrate a Patrick Strazy Critmas. To his left, if you're wondering how they eat and breathe, don't, because they have a clear spindle A on stone. It's Jabert playing Amos 147. Darn, I forgot the thing I was going to say. Hey, Patrick, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I had one, like, all lined up, and then, like, as soon as you started saying my name, I was just like, <laughs> I thought you crossed the digital table a golden <laughs> robot that likes to crack wise at movies at Miles Gwindor. It's pretty nice. To his left, <laughs> she threw a few things in her purse and supernova across the universe. It's Rebecca playing Alindra Valance. It stinks. And finally, to my right, he takes care of the podcast while the Game Master is away. It's Torgo playing Edros Veranas. 
Hi. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was normal. What do you want from me? Even Rebecca yeah, had her reference this week. <laughs> we want you to hoot and holler like a gorilla again. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I, I can't I I can't reprise any of my old intros. Let's get everything all set here. Welcome back, everyone, to Fieldy Beaks. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's 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 the thing I had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Ace of the giggles tonight. We'll fix it in post. Uh welcome back to the adventure, the absolute the experience that is Cosmic Crit. I'm very excited. We are getting near our holiday special time again this time of year. Uh what all are you expecting from our, our 2018 holiday special? Um, a new holiday, right? Uh, yeah, no, we, we need to announce the winner of our November challenge, but that might, might have to wait for that episode, which I'm very excited about. I mean, about. honestly, I have no idea what to expect because I have no idea who won, so it's all <clears throat> well, going to be a surprise for me. I, this is a big reveal here on the podcast. You guys might not have caught it, but last year's Skittermander holiday special was based on Die Hard. What? <gasps> what? Really? Um, no I, way. No. I watched the movie and then just transcribed it scene for scene <laughs> and you guys played through it. And <laughs> I I the only thing I can tell you is this year is it's not gonna be die hard too as much as I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every every Die Hard movie is a holiday movie. Uh, even the one that's about the Fourth of July, like yeah, it's so they're all that live for your Die Hard. Yep, that's oh, I think boy. that's the one. But we we have some more business to deal with as our last holiday special. I promise you all a re-roll during the Halloween Spooktacular a few months ago and forgot about it. <laughs> but tonight's we, like, episode brought it up every episode to you. I I forgot conveniently about it. <laughs> I figured uh, tonight's episode, as we're we're leading up to it, is good enough to <laughs> to be the one where you each get a single reroll of a D twenty, one D twenty. And if you don't use it this episode, out of luck. So congratulations. Awesome. Thank you, Patrick. You're and very that's, generous. That starts right now. <laughs> you. Might need them because last week when we left off, you were exploring the old mining overflow room of the Empire Bones hangar bay and a dross after entering the gravel strewn ground from it erupted a mighty beast. And we're starting this episode in initiative turn order as a huge Surnock explodes out of the gravel. And we rolled initiative before we started playing. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think Knack might want to re-roll his initiative. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> that was before I gave a T. So <laughs> I rolled a 19 on my initiative dice. So this thing is going first. Oh, no. This creature uh, has already leapt out of the ground right in front of Edros. And actually, it's pretty close to uh, an Andis and a Alindra out in the hallway still. I think it's going to it's gonna throw a couple attacks against Edros. A few yeah. bite attacks. Should, should we uh, listen to what this thing sounds like? Oh, yes, please. While I roll the dice. Oh. <sighs> All right. First one, oh. very much a miss. And the oh. second one, a natural 20. <laughs> oh, is no. Yeah. Oh. Well, 
we call a super hit and a crit <laughs> against against oh. Tyler to start us off. Well, I'm glad I went for two there. <laughs> the first one was definitely a miss. So it's coming at you with this massive jaw, and it does kind of look like a lamprey eel. It's a circular mouth of of teeth that you know can crush stone and break through rocks and can, things like that. Can we see what this guy looks like? Uh, a little bit larger. Art? Uh yeah. Swamp. Can I? Ah, it's mom. <laughs> it's, it's coming down on Edros. Let me roll. Listeners, it's like if a lamprey was a hammerhead shark. Yeah. And also a snake. And also like an anaconda. Yeah. I don't want none. Can I spend my re-roll on your roll? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> well, if you do, I'm, I get to pick and I'm going to choose a re-roll at four. <laughs> okay, never mind. I take the first attack. Uh, this is piercing damage coming at you. Well, that actually helps a little bit. Uh, yeah, 43 points of piercing damage on the crit. Good bit. So it, it burrows into your, your shoulder, getting some teeth as it rears back. Uh, and next in the turn order is me again, because there's a second Surnock that popped out of the ground. Oh, no! <laughs> right behind the You drop. monster! <laughs> I didn't spoil that in the last episode. The ground oh. shifts again. And oh, it, I it doesn't <laughs> real bad. <laughs> it doesn't know that a dross can't be flanked, but it's still gonna pop up and make a single attack against a dross. Was sixteen on the dice? That is gonna be a hit. Yeah, another another hit. <laughs> Where are your sound effects now, Tyler? <laughs> Where are your sound effects? Oh, oh, no. now? Hold on, I got this. Another growl. There we go. Yeah. Uh, that one's it's like the most like quiet little whispery growl. <laughs> it's only 21 points of piercing damage. 21 points, Tyler. 20. Okay. <laughs> and they, they're surrounding you there. Uh, next in the turn order for real is Raimi Quindar. Okay, so Raimi is going to uh, pop over next to Nack. Still the hallway, but I can see into the doors. I can see the, the, the first attacking creature. Mm-hmm. And I am going to. Hmm. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my um, my gun. And you shoot your gun. Uh, A classic move. Sorry, I, uh, my my artillery laser. That is a twenty-eight against EAC is a hit, and that's 33 points of damage. Boy. Oh, boy. Okay. These guys, oh, I, I wish I had some kind of fire uh, resistance. I don't think it does. I think you score a pretty big hit in this one's hide. They, ooh. That's yeah. for Evie, you son of a beast! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you just made it angry, actually. <laughs> but it is Atrosferonis' turn now. You've got two targets, Tyler, that are right on top of you. How nice is it to go after them? And they move to where you can melee. Yes. Uh, let's test out uh, against... I should wait for the rap, but I'm going to... Against better judgment, <laughs> I'm going to test out their their ACs with mm-hmm. uh, a double attack here. Mm-hmm. Attack. I'm only going to do two because okay. I don't want to take minus sixes here, but we're just going to do two long sword attacks against the uh, original one, not the one that popped up. Right, the one that critted you. To start the one the that critted me, off. yes. I, I, I'm, I figure I'm, I'm pretty keen on getting rid of that guy. So let's try 
Attack number one. The rat. 15 on the die looks like is going to be a 33 minus four is going to be a 29. How's that do? It's a hit against KAC. Okay, that's good. So I rolled a one on this damage, but it's still 33 points of damage. Oh boy. Jeez Louise, indeed. That is... Well, you you rolled a one, a two, and two fives, so... (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I rolled a one somewhere. There is a one in there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay, it's still up, and uh, it doesn't look phased yet. But she got okay. her second attack. Yeah, how about <laughs> that? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Look at that. Another 15. <laughs> Ooh, and you got some eights as opposed to the. Yeah, that's two eights on the damage here. That's going to be 44 points of damage. Ouch. 77 points of damage altogether, Patrick. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Yeah, it is It is still up, but now it is bloody. You scored a couple of huge hits across this thing along with Raimi, and it's gushing out a, a weird pus like liquid from these wounds oh, that's gross. staining the, the <laughs> rocks and uh, <laughs> splashing up against your armor. Next in the turn order is Alindra Vallis. Okay, so Adras was attacking the northern one, correct? Yes. Okay, the so I'm going to take southern a, flank too. Yeah, I'm going to go down, take a guarded step into the room. <laughs> so from where you are, unfortunately, you won't be able to do that. It is a little bit of a drop to, to get down to the, the base level there. You, you can get there, but it um, it will require a regular move. So this is oh, okay. Okay, so just terrain. drop. So just drop right in front of the door. Can that be? Is mm-hmm. that a guarded step? Uh, no, no. Um, moving Neither in here is. It will provoke. Yeah. Okay, so either way, to get into the room, I'm going to provoke an, an attack of opportunity from both of them. It looks like it. Yeah, to get into a melee oh. position. It's really let's, scary, but okay. Unless let's you, try unless this the top one, in which case it would only trigger the one on the top, right? E, well, it's up to you, yeah. Uh, I think these guys have a, a good a bit of range. They're kind of blocking the door, so it might uh, it might still trigger. Um, but yeah, this this first one that is near dead is going to try and get a bite off on you as well. I was, oh, there it is. I was hoping this was going to be my crit machine, but I don't think... Don't think it is. Uh, that is still a hit, though. A nine on the dice. Some D10s for damage. That is 24 points of damage on the first bite. The second one's coming in for you. Oh, a seven on the dice. What's your KAC? 27. That is a hit. Oh, these big guys want to want to taste. Ooh, almost max damage. Oh, no. There. Almost. Ooh. That is 30 points of piercing damage on the second bite. But you are now in position and in the room to help out a draw. Great. All right. So I'm going to uh, take a swing with my solar weapon, which has my new photon crystal installed in it. Oh, no. I forgot all about that. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy your last damage, Patrick. What have I done? All right. So that's a 26 to attack. Ooh, boy. Hit. All right. So that's going to do 45 damage. Jeez Louise. Okay, yeah, that one. You score a giant, a hurting on it, and it uh, it goes reeling back. Seems to take its attention away from it. Dross focuses it on you, and as we're for and as we're back to you, <laughs> we're, we're on to you. Uh, first turn, which got your bird? I'm going to spend the move action tracking both of them, and so I'm sort of standing on the wall right next to the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just sort of point my gun around and sort of peek my eyes out around the corner and, uh, and sort of blind fire a little bit. It's pew, pew, pew. Just shooting, shooting the one directly in front of me, the one that uh, critted a dross. A dross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it didn't 
uh, already take its attack of opportunity. It would have tried to bite you, but it seems to be focused on these two combatants that are in the gravel. Yeah, take that. Oh, boy, yowzers. Uh, <laughs> no. That's going to be three on the dice. Probably got to be a miss. Yeah, that's going to be a 21 to hit versus EAC. That is a miss. Oh, where's Knack when you need him? Knack, hurry up and help. <laughs> it is next. <laughs> Why didn't you reroll it? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it's the rat's you, turn now. If you could do better than a three, you could reroll that. <laughs> but uh, we know for a fact that would come up a natural toot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to risk it. Uh, so, um, is there a check I can roll to see if these guys have any kind of intelligence score? Um, that would be a life science, uh, to figure out what exactly these are. I think we, we talked about, we, we know what they are maybe outside of the game, but your character not know. Life science. All right. This is going to, this is going to go so well. This life science check. I have rolled <laughs> oh, a, a seven on the dice. That's a 12. That is not enough. It's yeah, I didn't think so. All right. A little so, higher DC than that. So we are going to play it safe. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, can I see both of them or can I just see the one on the top from where I'm standing right here? Really just that one on the top, yeah. If I moved here, I could see both of them? Yeah, so moving right next to Raimi and Andis. Yeah, kind of be- between the two of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Uh, sorry, for, sorry for screwing up your shot, Raimi. Uh, and I am going to say get him to the one that Alindra is targeting uh, on the, the bottom of the map. But then I am going to take my major disruption pistol and I am going to fire it at the one on top that Adras has been firing at. Drop prone. And I'm going to drop can, prone. Cause I can I'm sorry, Ken, uh, real quick, can you shoot and get them nope, different targets? I, I think you got to had Because I used my move action. Thank you for calling yep. me on that. Uh, so never mind. I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to get him and shoot uh, the one on the bottom that has been messing with Alindra instead. Makes, makes sense. Got it. And that is going to be a 24 to hit. That's a hit. Yes, for 14 damage. Okay. All right. Good stuff. All right. It's still up and still angry. Maybe as angry as it's ever been. <laughs> uh, we are on to turn two. It is these creatures' turns. I think they're just going to go all out against our two melee combatants in the pit. Edros and Alindra. Two attacks coming at you both. First on Edros. Natural <laughs> two. I saw the twenty. It's next to it's next to two <laughs> on the dice. I was like, oh nope, that's that is going to be a guaranteed miss. Let's try this again. Oh no, and a five on the second attack. Oh yeah. Yuck! 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 Yeah. So, like two misses. That. Well, like that means that. you're probably hitting Alindra twice, so that's not good either. <laughs> right. <No. laughs> let's, let's see what the, the odds say. Let's go first attack against Alindra. A seven. My dice rolls are getting better. This is a hit. This is a... Yeah, we established it was a hit before. That that was a, that was a, a single, single attack. attack. Yeah, unfortunately, oh. this is a oh. miss with yeah, a double. So got to roll better than a seven. Let's go for 18 oh. on the dice. No. Oh, there. man. There's a hit. So a little bit more damage as you're dodging out of the way of some of these bite attacks. And that is 24 points of piercing damage as it's coming down again, uh, biting into your side. It looks like it's trying to tear off armor like you are a a giant piece of sheetrock off the ground. Raimi Quindar, we're back to you. What you got, Ma? All right. Well, I'm prone, by the way, so... 
uh, if that affects anything. Uh, I don't know if if he if he's prone on the ground. Does that mean like my arcing surge won't hit him? <laughs> it most definitely will hit. Okay. Him. Yes, but your you can shoot over but him, but your gun will work. <laughs> I know, understand my gun will. My, my intention was to shoot him with a spell, and then. But the problem is that one is a straight line spell and would hit you. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I'm on board with that plan, Miles. <laughs> All right. No, I'm, I'm kidding. He has a reroll for his reflex save. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. That, that'll be the one time I, I roll like all crit. <laughs> Max damage. Knack. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So Remy's going to step beside Knack and then fire with his uh, artillery laser rifle. Already the same one that you, you hit last turn? Yes. That is a 27. Uh, that's a hit. For ugh, 19 points of damage. Okay, still up and still dangerous. Let's go on to Edrosferonis. Uh Patrick, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a single attack against the bloodied Cernok, the one mm-hmm. that we've uh everybody's been kind of ganging up on, with the exception of Alindra. So let's resolve that. Oh, not very good. Boy. That's a twenty I rolled a four. Twenty-four? Nice. Well, uh, what why do you get a plus two bonus? Oh he, he get him on the other one. It's the other one. Other one. Oh, poo. Then it's just a twenty-two. Against KAC is a miss. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Okay. You're infected with my poor dice rolling. Uh, yeah, disease. I know. Four. Uh, I'm going to make you happy. Adros is going to move, not a guarded step, just move mm-hmm. into flanking position with him. Oh, boy. Two attacks coming at. Oh, let's do the first one. This one that critted you before. He crits again. What? Rolled what? 20 what? on the dice. Why? No. Why would you give him a second chance? Oh. <laughs> so brutal. Uh, this is, that, yeah. that, that, des- that deserves a that deserves a roar. I yeah, feel. while I roll this damage. Uh, pretty pretty average damage here. Forty two points of piercing for the first attack. Let's go for the Man. second one that you're oh, you're moving God. around. Be a miss, please. <laughs> Yeah, natural one. Yeah, <laughs> it goes in waves, everyone. <laughs> um, hot hot and cold, <laughs> gang. Hot and cold. <laughs> yeah, so it, it it misses big on on you. I, I don't I don't guess these things draw from the crit fail deck. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, but uh, saves you some HP or SP, whatever you're in right now, and. You are now in flanking position with your buddy, Alindra Vallis, whose turn it is right now. You guys rolled nearly identical on your initiative orders. Yay. You were 0. 0.1, uh, 0.01 off with the uh, the modifiers. <laughs> so what you got, Alindra? All right, flanking buddies. All right, so I'm going to double attack. This thing has get him on it. Mm-hmm. I have flashing strikes, so that's negative three. Plus we're flanking. So that's a plus one. Am I doing yeah. my math right? Yeah, plus one to your rolls. Awesome. So the first one. Doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. I know. All right. So that's a 26 to hit. Hit. All right. So 37 damage. 37. Okay. It is still up, but it is. And the next one is a 23 to hit. That is also a miss. Oh, no. 23. Oh, no. It's so close. That one had the big damage on it, too. Oh. Yeah. Boo. Oh. Boo this man. Oh. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> <laughs> P- 
probably would have been enough. We'll never know because we're on to Andis 147. All right. Mm. Two creatures targeted by your exocortex. Yeah, I'm gonna stick on the. I'm gonna stick on the first one, uh, the one I was already blind firing at around the corner. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna. We're gonna take two shots. We're gonna take two shots. Ooh. Goody two shots. That's what they call me. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm gonna. Let's see. That's gonna be blasting it with uh, his first disruption rifle shot. Uh, 28 on the AC. That is a hit. Um, it is 20 points of damage. Ooh, boy, and that is enough to lay this one low. You yes. Passed oh, well done. A massive yeah. sonic hole in, like, one of its wounds, and it just kind of does the timber action of a tree and falls over into the gravel. <laughs> a massive dust cloud. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, like, I'm just, like, continuing to pull the trigger and just, like, pew, 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 and, like, the, the sonic blasts are sort of, like, coming back around and jumping back into my gun. So. Um... And yeah, uh, that is that's your turn, Knack Feldspar. We're on to you. Um, Lindra, quick question: What's your supernova range right now? Uh, it can be ten or fifteen. My oh. choice. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna just move slightly to the north here to get a better shot at this guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're right, going right to, next to Andis. Yes, and we are going to get him and shoot again with the major disruption pistol. Major. And that is a 24 to hit. Hit. Went for 17 damage. All that major Ooh. damage. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty good for a small arm. <laughs> pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you, you score a, a giant hole in this thing as well. It's not looking great. And that turn takes us to turn three. It is the creature's turn, the Cernox turn. Now it has two targets and it draws an Alendra right there on top of it. It's gonna it's gonna split its attacks and let's do one against both. First against Edros. This is on a minus four. Pow sixteen. What? As long as it's not a twenty. Oh yeah. A sixteen <laughs> on the dice though is gonna be a hit. That's okay. And rolled fairly low on the damage, so seventeen points of piercing. And the second tag uh, Ooh, another natural one. She's lucking out today. Ooh, awesome. <laughs> yes, she uh, so that is that is a bad miss. Bringing us to Raimi Quindar. Back to you, Miles. All right. So uh, Raimi is going to also move up next to next to Knack. Yeah, because I want to be out of range. I understand there's a wall between us, but I don't trust that wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smart move. And just closed the door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm gonna use my my laser rifle again. Alrighty, artillery laser rifle coming up. It's a twenty-four. That is a hit. How much damage? Twenty-four. Oh, whoa. you were you're in love with this number. I oh, know. Boy. It's so close. It's so close to being down. You score another huge hole. It looks like it's going right through its its head. This uh, this laser rifle blast, but you have no idea where this thing's brain is. You think it might might actually be like halfway down its segmented body because it's still fighting. Edros for on us. What you got? Edros is gonna double attack. And, and try and set up Alindra for the final fatal explosion. So, first attack. Or just kill it. Just kill it. I don't mind. <laughs> nah, I probably can't. No, or that's keep rolling gonna... terribly. <laughs> oh, 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 I can do it too, Patrick! Oh, no. Yes! I can do it too! <laughs> uh, 20 on the dice. How dare you? <laughs> that's uh, Gone that's for that single be... attack again. 
That's 81 points of damage and severe wound, if you're even alive. It's still up. It's still up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's very... <laughs> 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 Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> it had 88 points left. We're at a go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Can you imagine? Oh, boy. Yes, I can, actually. I I, I can uh, see you pulling something like that. It's still it's still alive, guys. No, 80 points is not enough. <laughs> Uh, okay, we are out of combat, and you uh, you guys can explore this room if you'd like. These things seem to be part of this system. They were chewing through rocks, and it looks like this area was used maybe when the ship is needing materials. They, like, pulverize a bunch of asteroids or space rocks looking for precious metals and things like that. And you can tell that these are part of the ship as they have around them what looks like some kind of Eoxian collars and taking a look at these devices. Yeah, it seems to provide them some kind of environmental protection for the creatures. It looks like a little breathing apparatus. And yeah, it um, turned off. It, it seems like the the battery in these things would last these creatures a few weeks. And Andis, if you're taking a look at these collars, it seems like with some time you could uh, alter them into gray force field upgrades. Huh. Mm-hmm. There's there's two. Um, do you mind if whoa, I take whoa, a moment whoa. to look up uh, what a gray upgrade is? Yeah, we can look a, around the rest. A gray of the force room. field is a pretty big force field. Is that is that a is that a real good one? I think it's above the one I have, which is white. Hoo-hoo. That doesn't make Lord of the Rings sense. I mean, Gandalf upgrades to gray, right? No, he goes from gray no, he to up- white. Oh, he goes to white. Yeah, <laughs> it is indeed a level twelve force field. Yes, it is. Oh, um, my man, Idros needs that in his suit. Let's see. Yeah, I'm level eleven. I can, I can technically make a uh, a level twelve. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And you can do that when you guys are able to find some time, so you can take those along with you. The only other thing in this room that you saw last week is what looks like a, a pretty heavy-duty cabinet right where Alindra's standing now, the southern southern side. Mayhaps it is locked? Alindra is puts her hand against it to see if it just magically opens like the other ones. <laughs> no. It doesn't? They don't have kish cabinets up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the old-school Yoxian. The ship pretty pretty old. Are, are you opening up, Alindra? Sure. Inside, you find a semi-auto pistol of Eoxian design, so it's kind of looks like a, a bone pistol, and it is Paragon level, so pretty pretty high level Ooh. semi-auto pistol. But you also see it is in Sourceheld with a magical rune, and taking a look at it, they're they're smaller runes, but these are venomous and merciful boons. It looks like maybe this was used to quell these creatures if they got out of hand. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Venomous and merciful. Yeah, a paragon so are those fusions? Good. Yes, yes, they are weapon fusions that are scribed into the side of this gun. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, paragon semi-auto is a uh, 46 weapon. It's pretty good. I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And there are 16 small arm rounds as well. And there is also three doses of tier three sedatives and three doses of spray flesh in here. What, hmm. what is spray flesh? Would, would there happen to be a lesser mm-hmm. restoration? There, There's not. Could you add one? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, just thought I'd check. Speaking of which, Alindra would like to take a 10 minute rest if we're able. Yeah. Are we in a place we can't? Yeah. Okay. Is anybody in, uh, is anybody in HP situations right now? Nope. Tyler, do you want to 
burn an RP as well while Oh while yes. Resting. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh I was down to twenty something stamina. Okay. So. We're getting it all back. Resting up in the in the dirt pit. Unfortunately I am still down one con point, which eliminates about fourteen stamina points for me, so oh, I forgot about that. I'm bummed. Is merciful only non-lethal, or is that one that you can choose whether to make? You can you can choose. Yeah. Um, does anybody mind if I go ahead and take the time to take that gun and equip it? You can pick it up and hold it, right? Yeah. I just mean like. <laughs> I just mean like. Well, so and, and yeah, you can use it with the with the venomous property. Property you can um, add in. A, an injection of some type. So the sedatives and spray flesh go with the pistol as well. If you want those. Oh, I see. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I see. So you could you could make it non-lethal and then add the spray flesh and mm-hmm. oh, and like treat deadly wounds from range. Interesting. Like I could oh, sh- I could cool. I could shoot a bleeding adras with it from across the right. Room. Right. Mm-hmm. Only a single attack each day can can use this the property. Oh, so it's kind of you're loading up the special hot shot to, to blast across <laughs> the the battlefield. And you could miss me. It would be hard for you to hit me. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, right, so that is this room. We've got a, a few more hangar bay to to explore. Uh, you guys take a 10-minute rest. Where do you want to go next? Just to recap, we still don't have any idea which direction the bridge is. I would imagine the bridge is towards the uh, the fore of the ship. Mm-hmm. Which it's, is which direction? To the uh, west of the map? I think to the to the left, yeah. I don't know. It could <laughs> yeah. it could be at the fore of the ship, but it could also be towards the aft and the top because this ship is like a star destroyer. Yeah, uh, and yeah. and I know we we went to this room because it had a dot on the map, but that didn't lead us to anywhere important. So again, Nax says, "Why not check every room?" But <laughs> you know, okay. I'm thinking these well, double doors down here are probably. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with Alindra. We need we need to. We need... Yeah, yeah, that's where I'd put a stairwell. I'd put a stairwell yeah. over there. Yeah, just like these double doors that had monsters in them. But, you know. I mean... It could have been an elevator. The ones you wanted us to go into? I I believe this was the the room that everybody wanted to go to because it was a dot on the map. I don't think... Semantics. All right, so shall we go toward the port side of... Port side? Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, I think it's port. Yeah, port side the of the of the ship. Left of the ship. So moving towards the end of the hallway here, it seems yeah these double doors are giant blast doors, and they are indeed shut. It looks like maybe the hangar bay right now is cut off from the rest of the ship, perhaps as part of its emergency protocols. So yeah, these guys these guys look pretty heavy duty, and no no keycard panel or anything to to bypass. Hmm. Is it possible this is just another hangar bay on the other side of the of the ship and that we need to move towards the left on our map? That would be more forward. Well, well, can I um, can I sense a computer of any sort on the other side of the door? Uh, not on the other side of the door, but you sending out your exocortex feelers feel a massive computer presence on the other side of this small door in the hallway here, what's kind of like in the center of, of uh, these two long hallways. Mm. There's a door right here that you see now that you've come down this far. Yeah, I, I sort of I sort of like signal for you know, quiet, and I point at the door, and I say, and I point at my head, and I say, door, head, head brains door. Brains in there. Lots head of brains. <laughs> <laughs> it's a head door. <laughs> Let's go, head door. 
and then right. I Alindra the telepathically tells the group, I think Andis thinks there's a big computer in here. <laughs> it's like, how did you know? The group. <laughs> well, uh, uh, well, Andis, if you feel strongly, I, I'm happy to open this door. Head door, head door. Uh, Alindra and, and, and Andis have been playing catchphrase on the Drift Rider. <laughs> right, exactly. We're like, right, we're, we're really good at this. She's been like, I mean, she, does, and she kind of cheats. She like has to detect thoughts on me all the time. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, very fun. <laughs> uh,. How did you get Boutros Boutros Golly from that guy? <laughs> <laughs> the guy that did that thing. Yeah. Adros, can Adros open this door? Yes, it is. It's not locked, so it opens to your touch, and it's very dark inside. Wasn't uh, everyone peeking inside? Give me a perception check. I don't even know why I bother. You can re-roll the head time. <laughs> are wasting these great re-roll opportunities. Uh, <laughs> Right, so we got a couple people that are able to see through this darkness entering the room. It's pitch black, save for the light from a few buttons, a few computer readouts that pierce the darkness and throw light into the room. Uh, you are able to see a number of figures at what looks like computer terminals sitting down. Undead occupants similarly plugged into wires and bundled data cables. Uh, the chairs facing the, the walls of this room. The the, the tables and, and, and walls in front of them just covered with computers and different displays. And there's a so small, soft cacophony of beeps and clicks that accompanies these these stations. Uh, by the way, Patrick, can I just say, I'm really, I really appreciate that you, you know, bothered to take the time to exercise good cable management <laughs> in this room. <laughs> like, it's, a lot of people don't pay attention to that, and it's really important. Yeah. Uh, zip ties don't cost that much, folks. Just right. <laughs> and, and Patrick, I want to thank you for calling out uh, my band's uh, debut album, self-titled Soft Cacophony. Uh, it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that is what you guys see here. Are, are you going in further to investigate? Yes. Yes. Adros will just walk to the middle of the room uh, and say, know. So are these all the same kind of guys that were on that ship? Just a bunch of meatloafs. Just remember the last time Andis went into a room filled with these guys. Wasn't there a trap that went off that almost killed him? There just yeah, seems to be one here. <laughs> no, that was Andis. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was Andis. Excuse me. So you guys can can filter in and look around. Alindra, you are the one that sees underneath Edroth's. It seems like there is a small hatch in the floor uh, that he is sadly standing on. But if you, <laughs> if, you if you move Tyler's character out of the way opening it up it contains what looks like a emergency security key that's one that you've found in the brig found on one of these undead dwarves before but it looks like a pretty high-tech piece of technology mm. <laughs> is it like a key card sort of thing or yeah, pretty okay. much yeah let's see so can i would i be able to access this computer system to see like just sort of what it's managing Yes, so taking taking a look over it, the network computers here, it seems to be very high-tech stuff. A military-grade system that is networked together to form a Tier 7 computer. Um, so, and, and just from the look at it, you're pretty sure that there will be some severe security upgrades on, on this section of the system as well. Whereas the other computers you found facing the, the hangar bay were localized. Um, this seems like it could be connected to a, a greater computer system. Raimi will definitely join Andis to help out. Mm -hmm. 
Can I assist as well? Um, uh, yes. So, yeah. So, so I am going to try to access this system because I have a number of things to try to <laughs> to try to avoid all the bad things that <laughs> are very likely to happen. <laughs> so you guys have to get all up on top of one of these zombies, basically like sitting in their laps to, uh, uh, yeah. to gain access to it. So is this our, our friend here, the, the, the chosen one that you're yep. moving yep. up to? Yep. Yeah, so this is it's going to be pretty high computers check. Uh, why don't Remy and Naka, do, do you automatically aid? Can you hit a DC 10? Yes. yes. I, I will automatically aid. All right, so go ahead. Give me a computer check. All right, here we go. Plus four to this one. You guys got this. Hang on. Before, before we continue. <laughs> uh, well, we rolled the one, so yep. bad stuff so, could happen. Right. So I'm going to use my I'm going to use my computer idol mark two to re-roll that check. Okay. And so I get two re-rolls per day for computers. Lame. I gave you a, a whole free D20. I know. I'm going to spend them. Abilities are gonna use. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use all of them. <laughs> yeah. 41 plus 4. 45. Is that correct? That is yes. correct. We're good at math. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed a DC 44 computer. Yes! Oh yes! Holy <laughs> moly. <laughs> I've always wanted to own my own. I've always wanted to own my own train. Let's go, gang! (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's a great callback. A lot of a lot of information flowing through here, but does seem like it's divided amongst all these zombies. But gaining access to computer, you can tell that they are controlled from a section of the ship called Cyber Control, which doesn't seem to be anywhere on your map of the the ship's hangar bay but could potentially be by the bridge. And from what you gathered here, um, you're pretty sure that these zombies are part of a very complex sensor array for the Empire of Bones, and commands to them might be routed through the ship's science officer chair. So they're, they're using these cyber zombies to just kind of monitor and synthesize data from all the ship's external sensors. And yeah, they, they seem to be processing billions of data points creating a digital map of the battle going on outside of the ship in space and you're able to to monitor that partly from here and you can see that they're yeah just um, still attacking satellite sites from all these um, controller planetoids Mm -hmm. and how's the fight going is the uh, is the empire of bones taking a lot of damage or it, it's taking next to no damage. It has a massive shield complement and is staying at range. It has a very long range on many of its weapons arrays, but uh, it does seem like they've lost some smaller ships. The Yoxian Navy and those are, are mapped out in, in this map as like, you know, like little red blips on in the, the space battle. Mm-hmm. If we were to uh, kill some of these zombies, would we decrease the Empire of Bones ability to fight in this fight? It, not in any appreciable way. Um, taking a look at this, you're pretty sure that there's like hundreds uh, of places similar to this that kind of synthesize the the data. Right, so like uh, there's to... just like too much data to be explained by this number of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, if a, a whole section of the ship went down, it would still function perfectly. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you want to go on a zombie uh, massacre rampage, that's on you. Uh, can we just <laughs> make them dance? 
that's going to be like DC 50, 60 uh, computers change. Nah, we don't have that <laughs> kind of time. <laughs> you'll have to go to cyber control to issue the command. I'm going to yes. do that. We'll take tw- we'll t- <laughs> and this will take 20. <laughs> uh, because you were able to hack this, the, the cyber zombie in a station, you get a great deal of knowledge about the inner workings of the computer network. Uh, you don't have access to the, the greater system, but from here on out, you all receive a plus two bonus on hacking checks for other computers aboard the ship. Awesome. Ah, that's pretty good. Is there any chance, so I can tell that it's networked to the, the science officer's chair, desk, or department, I mean, yeah, I suppose it's a department for a, for a thing like this. Um, yeah, is there? Can I get a like a ping on sort of like what the address is, the digital addresses of this thing? It's one nine two dot one six eight dot. This way, gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems it seems to say, boy, sort of access denied or something like that. Like there's a fire, like an additional firewall in between us. Yeah, it says cyber control deck. It doesn't have like a number or location, anything like that. Okay. Frustratingly, it, uh, yeah. it doesn't seem to need no, to, to send no, that. No additional map information at this point. No, but you're you're pretty sure you're on the right track. There might be something else similar to this located in this area. Um, this, this seems like a pretty high tier computer system, but there's got to be close by something something equally powerful to kind of send commands elsewhere. This seems to be just receiving. I see. All uh, right. Yeah, I think I think Nack had a... I have had a great idea, everybody. I think we should check all the rooms. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I, and this That's always right. come up with the best ideas. My, my massive intellect has come up with an idea. We should check all the rooms. Yes, here we go, everybody. Nack uses his tail blade to pick his teeth. <laughs> and just and just like uh, uh, sort of slyly like slips neck a note, note saying, "I owe you one for the good idea, <laughs> <laughs> redeemable for three credits." <laughs> uh, uh, so how about we just go down? Uh, there's there's a door all the way uh, at the kind of southern part of our map here uh, towards the port side. Why don't we just start yeah. there? Uh, Dross kind will of. try and crack open that door if he can. Four by port west. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's technically to the fore of the ship, but on the western part of our map as we're looking at it. Tyler, uh, Edros fails completely as it is indeed locked this door. Then Edros will find it, tries, it open with his muscles. Alindra tries her key card that she found. Let's see. Uh, so it will still require, it looks like with this key card, a computer's check. And this doesn't seem to be perhaps the correct one. But yeah, it does give a little readout uh, in, in the the system next to the door. Uh, Remy, you want to you wanna take a crack at this one? And I'll, I'll be back up. It flashes red for a moment. So well, 29? Yeah, no, it, it's helpful because you've given a, a little bit of a boost to Remy who uh, has failed this check, but you guys can can try again. If uh, if everyone helps out, I'm sure we'd be able to get it. So you guys are able to get this door unlocked. This is what you see inside. It pops open. Oh, that's bad. Peeking into the room, uh, it has a center dais raised a few feet off the ground. Pillars line the wall, and on each of them is a high-fidelity holographic display projector. And these streams seem to show the hangar bay, the, the hallways and the other rooms uh, from this section of the ship. You recognize them all, and on them you see yourselves fighting the Threnody fighter ship 
views of the the hallway when you're fighting the scavenger slimes, the security robots, and even just a few moments ago, the interior of the mining overflow fighting the Cernox. Hey, we got some fans. Uh, so as you move into this room, an ethereal, ghostly voice intones from within this darkened chamber, and it calls out, She has been watching you. She thinks you are strong and angry. These traits will make you perfect soldiers in the corpse fleet. And this figure steps out from behind the dais. It is a pretty rail-thin, ghostly, white, high-ranking corpse fleet uh, wearing an undead creature. She continues and says, Perhaps they know what fates await them and they wish to submit to her excellency. They could not know what plans she has in motions, but perhaps they sense in her the greatness that awaits. She will entreat them to lay down their arms now, submit to the undeath that was promised, and she will make them into her five riders, and they will strive then to destroy the Nashal Pretender, and then she will unseat the Saravox. What do you say then to the preposition? Mm, perhaps not. Maybe she doesn't understand that I have a really difficult time with people who speak in the third person, like they're some kind of important muckety-mucks. I remember last Halloween. <laughs> they will come within, will taste of the blood until their faces are drained and pale like hers. They will come within and claim their place at her side. And the first to do show shall be my second in command. Anybody want to step next to her? Can we sense motive on this? I'm gonna like, take a step back. Like I think her motive. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like her motive is to I, kill us. I don't know. I have a different idea. And uh, you see the magma blade light up with holy flame. Oh boy. <laughs> wait. So wait. 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 It, is she talking third person or is she referring to somebody else? Confusing, I know, but she does seem to be uh, gesturing to herself okay, as she okay. speaks. <laughs> I, I was, until until Drew said something, I did not catch that at all. I thought she was referring to like a higher up. This is what she looks like here. She's she looks kind of dope. Oh, those guns! Of, I really I, like this. She's kind of cute. This a lot. I am <laughs> going to well pledge yourself to her, Tyler. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you know mind. what? I, I think I think it's Dross. Yep. We are going to kill her and take her hat. So as soon as Dross lights up that magma blade, I need everyone to make those initiative rolls. All right. Combat. Uh, And uh, the opposite of what you rolled last time, Drew, right? Yeah. uh, 28 on this initiative roll. We we switched places. That's (laughs) more like it. Pretty good. I've rolled rolled all right. I've rolled okay. I'm back at the bottom of the turn order where I belong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, top of the turn order with that natural 19 on initiative. Drew, you see this going south. <laughs> Dross has drawn his blade. What do you want to do? Uh, I would like to uh, take, I say get him, excuse me, and I would like to try to uh, clever feint her uh, mm. using my clever improvs uh, and my uh, my convincing liar. A That's a 33 uh, feint check. Uh, that should be enough, I believe. I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So she is gettumed and she is flat-footed. Uh, hey, nice hat. Too bad it's on slightly crooked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm running boy, out. Of, oh I'm, I'm running out of these. I need. I need some assistance. <laughs> it's a good thing we're getting close to the end of the season, cause like, oh man, <laughs> they're getting rough. <laughs> 
just be glad I didn't pick this at level one. Yeah. <laughs> but by the end of the by the end of the uh, the season, he'd be like, "I hate you, <laughs> clever pain." <laughs> no, you're the idiot. All right, so that is your turn. It is her turn, and she sees a dross moving towards her. She might might do some moves of her. Boom! You see some pistols being readied by her. And as well, she moves a finger to just a button on her belt. And yeah, a lot of stuff's going to happen right now. Uh, you see a ethereal black look to her eyes come over. Uh, the brim of her hat dips down. And when she comes back up and looks at you, it is truly unsettling. It seems like her face is transformed into an, like an apparition. Her hair is kind of like floating around her. I need everyone to make a will save for me. This is a fear, a mind-affecting effect. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, no! So a natural one, Miles. Not not the, the look yeah. you want to see. We've got a couple yeah, others here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to, like, pay for all the decent rolls I was doing earlier. <laughs> yeah, you hit, like, every attack. Uh, what, what do you want to do with that? We got You guys got re-rolls to use. Only yeah, this. Episode. I just, I do not have a good history with, with saving throws. I can't... I feel like I'm gonna need it to make it for for an attack, but it's only for this episode. You know, re-roll, re-roll, it. just do it. Do re-roll it. it. Pronk it, indeed. From zero to hero. Yes. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Calm it down. You can hear you on the other side of Albuquerque. That natural twenty. <laughs> so. That's as good as it gets on a reroll. No one's no one's gonna top that. <laughs> Started from the bottom and now we here. <laughs> that that is a pass. It looks like. Uh, I'm sorry. Does anybody else want to use a reroll here at the top? Oh, should I? Mm. You've rolled what? Uh, 18. 18. I don't know. You think you can roll better than an 11? Well, yeah, roll oh, better than no. 11. Oh, I'll just stick with my 18. 18 a failure. Oh, oh no. no. And you are shaken by by her visage. It it seems yeah, you've you face some other horrific creatures, but this one seems to get under your skin. She probably reminds me of Feluria with the blacked out eyes and <laughs> it's not a, not yeah. a good look. Uh yeah. for 16 rounds. Oh, oh my you guys yes. ready for a long combat? Oh god! So for, for, for for all extensive purposes, <laughs> forever. For... You mean intense and purposes? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, right. So yeah. she has pulled out a, a couple of pistols, and I think she's going to make a a single shot. It looks like a a very old, almost ancient-looking Eoxian semi-auto pistol, and she's going to. Uh, definitely go against a dross because she is unhappy with that blade he pulled out. 16 on the dice is a hit. This is actually going to be as the bullet rips through your armor, it seems to be magically charged. You're actually taking electricity damage here as the bullet pierces through, uh, yeah, slicing through you like butter. Roll some d6 for damage. Okay. Uh, this is 19 points of electricity damage uh, from okay. a single shot. 
and I also need Knack and Edros to please make a reflex save. Edros, watch your step. Ooh, pretty good one, Knack. 13 on the dice. What you got, Tyler? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, Tyler, natural one on the dice. Uh, I will also remind you of these rerolls you got because she has touched a small button on her waist and it seemed like a grenade was set up uh, ready to blast right behind you. Uh, I will inf- I will use that reroll. Ooh, are, are you able to get the maximum returns on a reroll going from <laughs> I mean, 1 to 20? Definitely not, but I think I can do better than a 1. Oh boy, a 5 on the dice. It's going to be a fail as well, I think. Well, someone had to waste their reroll. Might as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a plus two, so he's got a 16. No, no, I think it's just a. Your plus two goes to the fail 10. This one is probably without the watcher step. Uh, I think even if I allow it, I don't think that's going to be enough. No, it's all right. Here. Ooh, this is a, a Mark three sticky bomb. Yep, that's what I was. I was a. Man, all I wanted to do be, was be able to walk up to this woman and hit her. She steps back as well before this goes off, because this is a larger range than I even thought. Rounds. <clears throat> uh, so a 14 is not going to be enough. You are able to jump out of the way, knack, uh, as it is. It's like right over the door frame. It goes off, kind of coating the area, giving you the entangled condition at Dross. Uh, let's continue on with combat with Alindra Vallis did next. She, did she really put a bucket of glue above the door? Is that <laughs> what she did? Well, it, a, a very high-tech uh, grenade, but yes. It uh, seems from these computer monitors she has been watching you for some time. All right, my turn? Yep. Okay, so Alindra is shaken. However, she is shaken with rage because she's... <laughs> she's a shaken, all right. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to move into the room right above her and Stellar Rush right at her. Oh, boy. But I'm just going to use my melee attack at the end of the Stellar Rush. Okay. That's a 27 to hit. 27 is uh, against KAC a hit. All right. And that's going to do 46 damage with Photon Entombment. Whoa. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. So she is does seem to have some magical resistances here. She's got a glowing aura about her as you kind of close in close uh, and you see her you know, kind of one hand go towards a hip where she also has a long sword that's ready to pull on you now that you've closed in. Andis 147, we're back to you. Alright, let's see. Andis is going to do what they always do and uh, track them. That's how it goes. That's how I do. <coughs> um, so, flat-footed and get em Correct. Let's see. That's going to be 30 to hit. That's not hit. Flat footed. Yeah. EAC. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be uh, 27 points of damage. Already, she's taken a couple of big hits now. Adros Veronis entangled. What do you want to do? You've got one sword out. Adros is going to. Great question. There's nothing I can do to try and get rid of this entangled condition, is there? Yeah, so you're anchored to the ground now. Uh, yeah, you're kind of just ensnared to this point. It gives you a half your movement speed and gives you a little minus to your EC attack rolls and some other things, deck space, skill checks, basically. But that would be a, a standard action to try and get yourself out. Okay, I'm going to take out my the longsword and try and use it to just scrape off some of this sticky substance and free myself. A creature hit by an entangled weapon becomes entangled until it escapes with an acrobatics check. 
or a strength check. An entangled creature can attempt such a check as a move action. Some weapons, such as sticky bomb grenades, have maximum duration for this. Uh, oh, so did you want to try and make a strength check? I think I'm going to end up making the acrobatics check because my bonus to acrobatics and strength would be the same, and the acrobatics check is a little easier to make. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try an acrobatics out of this. Or a strength check, and now the DC of this is equal to the level of the uh, the grenade or half the level, right? For a sticky bomb, Mark Three, it's ten, and plus uh, this is Malakar, this this officer you guys are fighting. She's a pretty pretty fast looking lady. Pretty good dex bonus. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be able to get out of this, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't. This seems like a significant enemy. I don't think Ross <laughs> wants to go in with a bunch of minuses. So at least for this turn, he's going to try and free himself with acrobatics. Already. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll just pretend that Ross <laughs> didn't have a turn. Oh, you know, he rolled a, what, seven? That is a failure. Uh, so that is, that's a move action to try and break yourself out. Uh, <clears throat> Want to do something with your standard? Um... Oh boy! Do you you can move in if you want the the standard F speed? Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's got minuses, but the the least he could do is get into a flanking position so that Alindra uh, can have a an opening, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And he's just gonna take up a defensive position there and hope for the best. And that brings us to the bottom of our turn one. Remy Quindar, Miles, your turn. All right, so Raimi is going to cast... He's got a direct last sight. Uh, he's going to cast Arcing Surge. Excellent, because she does have some kind of magical aura about her. Needing to make a, a caster level check, a, a spell resistance check, as she has Ooh. magical spell armor. No. And yeah, this is just going to be basically a d20, I believe, plus your uh, caster level to get over her spell resistance. So go ahead and roll me a d20. Ooh, 13 on the dice. Plus 11, that just beats it. Yes! Just beats it. Uh, So I'm going to make my reflex save. Shocked, (laughs) quite literally, that (laughs) that you're able to get past that. What's the DC? 20. Okay, I've rolled a 10. Uh, She has made it. Boo! Not taking all that damage. What would you roll damage? Uh, 36. So that would be 18. Uh, okay. At the top of turn two, we're back to Knackfeld's bar. All right. Knack is going to be re- trying to repeat this turn. Of course, get him. And, uh, oh, uh, notice your uh, your little magical uh, shield is slightly out of alignment. You might want to get that checked for next round. Clever faint. <laughs> 31 will be enough. Yes. Because she ain't that tough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, it is indeed her turn, and she is going to guard a step around the side of Alindra, and as she does, is taking out a longsword. I wonder if that longsword looks familiar. It looks like, indeed, an ultra-thin longsword, one we've seen a couple times here on the show. Uh, let me make that attack probably a miss <laughs> i think nice. uh yeah she's got a she's got a great bonus but that uh you are able to dodge out of the way of as a eoxian longsword is coming at your head alindra valis we're on to you no longer yeah. flanking but s- safe ish yeah she's still right next to me so i'm going to use a i'm going to do a double t- double attack mm-hmm. uh here's try number one say 
30 to, uh, I guess it'd be a 28 to hit. Uh, Does it have get him on it? Has get him and she's flat Get him. Yeah, that is a hit. Oh, awesome. Hold on. <laughs> Let me make sure I'm, I'm getting all the discounts right. So I, I'm negative two for shaken, plus negative Correct. three for flashing strikes. So that's negative five altogether, but plus two for get them, right? Yeah, it, and it's a plus hit. two for flat footed. I'm just trying to figure out what the like math is. So it's basically essentially negative minus one. one. Yeah, so okay. is, is all good. It's right, quite so all right. You guys are rolling rocks. Awesome. So that's going to do 39 damage. Gosh. And okay. here's, here's attack number two. That's going to be a 25 to hit. Now that is a miss. Aww. Uh, against KAC. Wait a minute. Against KAC. No, that is a hit. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a little bit higher than that. Nice. Um, awesome. Giving you the that's, long con, as it were. That's going to be 50 damage. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, with two hits. Yeah, back to back. Oh my gosh, you just got that last one in under the wire. That is enough. Uh, yeah, she staggers against <laughs> the the central Jesus. kind of uh, dais in the middle of the room here and, and falls over. Needed every little bit of that damage from Raimi and, uh, and Andis on the previous turns. But we are not out of combat because as soon as you drop her down, moving from the room just to the north is another undead figure, a lithe figure. Seems to be almost floating in the air. And he's out here in the hallway with a Raimi in the... Oh, no! Is it another, in the back. Is it another atrocite? In the reserves. No, this isn't a medium-sized uh, undead humanoid creature, though. I don't like him. <laughs> I do. I was very excited you didn't clear every single room before getting here. Oh, no. Yeah, thank you. Now it's it's hard fight time. Round two. Are you guys ready? No. Uh, this this figure comes out uh, alerted by its commander, perhaps, and says, "You will face my judgment. I will have you one of my own, and then make you squeal." At least this guy speaks in the first person. Squeal. Make you squeal. Sorry, uh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. So we are still very much in the same initiative turn order as I rolled its initiative last turn, and it is coming up right upon you, Miles, with its move this turn. No! Yes! Go away! <laughs> no, I won't! <laughs> Please make Get me a, a fortitude. I need a fortitude save from you. Uh, it's 20. So uh, you can feel this thing staring you down and the pressure in your lungs kind of increase. <laughs> it feels like you're having difficulty drawing breath, but you are able to beat it, beat the DC and uh, and catch your breath. This this creature, this undead creature is coming for you, though. And this 147 is your turn. You, you've you've heard Raimi out in the hallway. Yeah. No! <laughs> Raimi's screaming no. And get. And get. No. Get. And I think, oh man, there's somebody out there who needs my attention. And so I move out into the hallway, and let's say right there. And... So I'm sort of just across the hallway from this uh, this weird, pale, ghosty jerk, mm-hmm. and I'm going to I'm going to take a yeah I'll take a normal shot with the disruption rifle. Alrighty, twenty two against EAC. That is a miss. All right. Ooh, ooh boy. That brings us to a draw for honest. 
still very much entangled inside the room. I can only move half speed. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I cannot, I'm going to go as far as I can, which is basically right outside the door. Mm-hmm. Going back into the hallway, getting in front of your good friend, Raimi. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I block off this creature's attempts to get at Raimi. And while I'm moving, I'm going to take out the star knife. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and, oh, I wish I could do this. Ah! <laughs> you you want to attack with the star knife? Or? Yeah, yeah, we can, we can still attack with the star knife. All right, make me that attack. I can't reach it, but I can throw something at it. So let's throw a star knife. 17 on the dice. That's a hit. Definitely a hit. What you got for damage? That's 31 points of damage. All right, first damage on this one. Yes. And as you know, this star knife has the entangling fusion on it. Mm, Yeah, so uh, hitting with this thing is just like a, a sticky bomb grenade. Uh, so a a reflex right to to not get uh, entangled is that let's, correct? Yeah, let's see it. Pretty sure it's a fast creature, but it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> Natural twenty oh, no. on the reflex. Oh. I made you burn a twenty. <laughs> That's something. Is it though? <laughs> Got a unlimited supply right here. No. Oh man! And then I'll use a swift action to call it back to my hand. Uh, right, so that brings us to Remy Quindar, this creature trying to get under your skin. Mm. All right, so Remy is going to move to the side close to Andis mm-hmm. and is going to fire with his uh, artillery laser. That is a 26 against EAC. Uh, that is a hit. That is 31 points of damage. Oh boy! Matching, matching Andis's hit last turn. Uh, okay. Pew, pew, pew. And he he follows that up with a Starfinder salute for trying to scare him. <laughs> um, bringing us back to Knackfeld's bar. You're just inside the room. What would you like to do? Can I see him from my position currently? Unfortunately, not. No, you have to move around, get behind a dross maybe in the hall. Yeah, I'm going to do that, except I'm going to move a little bit farther down. Uh, I'm going to move right here, uh, just a few spaces south of Adras. 15 uh, feet behind. Yes, and I am going to say, get him, and I'm going to try to take a shot with my uh, minor disruption pistol. Ooh, yeah, 19. Super hit. Yeah, so that <laughs> is going to be 15 points of damage. Okay, and Alindra Vallis, on to you. All right, so rules question. Mm-hmm. Since this is a new combatant, did I lose my attunement or am no, I still photon attuned? Still very much in, in combat. We okay, great. Stopped. That is a good thing. Um, but it draws in a very bad place, but he'll have to suck it up. So I'm going to move right next to this zombie that's in the hall, which is going to provoke an attack of opportunity, I assume. Oh, from it? Yeah. Yeah, if you want to move right next to it, it will. Oh, because you're trying to get outside of the range to hit Ramier. Or Andes, yeah. Uh, yes, it will, and it is wielding in its hand. It looks like a spanner, like a giant hammer slash wrench kind of combo. Uh, it makes a swing right. at you. Oh, oh, I saw the 20 come up. Uh, eight on the dice, though. Remind us, for the folks at home, what's your KAC? 27. That is a hit. Eight on the dice is a hit. Roll a bunch of D6. Oh, boy. That is 32 points of bludgeoning Good damage. Lord. Yeah, it, it can, <laughs> can strike pretty, pretty heavily. 
but it is, you're right up on top of it now. I, I imagine it's supernova time. Yep, it's supernova time, and Adros is going to get hit by this, but uh, Suck best it I up can do. <laughs> he's, he's got, oh no, I thought it was a different round. <laughs> he, he's got DR, he's fine. That's yeah. a lot of sixes. Yeah, so that, that'll be 46 damage unless you make a reflex save. Come on, reflex save! Yeah, no natural 20 this time. Uh, what's the DC? 21. Uh, I've rolled an 11 and I've made it, so half that. Oh, man! Oh, man! <laughs> oh, man. And a drop says roll the natural one on the save. That's what I like to see. Oh. Blast and pass Adros's heat shielding. Get all up in, in this uh, this combat. Alrighty, and on this thing's turn, it is going to move around the backside of Alindra. And I need everyone except the very wise Nax Zizrak, who's moved down the hallway, to make a fortitude save for me. Is this it has a decompression gaze. We fought one of these before. Candice and Alindra have saved with a 27. Edros, fine, with a 25. Raimi, though, an 18. That is going to be a fail against this. Uh, Remy quits. He's going home. <laughs> ah, it's that point of the episode. <laughs> Every episode. Miles had enough. The GM shenanigans. Uh, this is 13 points of bludgeoning damage. As, yeah, you can just feel the, the air being ripped from your lungs. Okay. And it's going to make another single attack against Lindra. And hits, bringing the spanner down on her head oh, once more. Oh. Well, pretty low for damage, though. That is 28 points of damage. And we're on to Andis. This thing's moved a little bit closer to you, so got full line of sight. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to use that full line of sight to track it as tracking as I can track ever tracked. Here we go. <laughs> I'm the trackingest boy in the world. Oh, sorry. Overcharge. Overcharge. Oh, overcharge as well. Yeah. So that would be, I'm assuming get them, so that would be a 22. I'm going to use my re-roll. Uh, good thing that you did. That's a miss. Good time to use that re-roll. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Overcharge. Don't do me wrong. Oh, I did another one. Uh, <laughs> two threes in a row. Another victim to my overconfidence through re-rolls. I just walk over to Edros and give him a big old high five. A natural three. But you did yep. not waste that ammo, which means we're back to Edros Veronis. This thing has now moved within five feet of you. You've got the, what, star knife and a magma blade out. What do you want to do? Oh, I had to leave the magma blade behind. Oh, really? So it's the star knife and the longsword. Just ditched it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, if, I don't think I had the economy to stow it. Um, mm. So I, I had to I had to drop it. But uh, All right. What you got? When I, when I, I really want to know if this thing has DR. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if Adros was able to observe anything when the star knife hit it. It, it I mean, it uh, just kind of dug into its undead flesh, much like any other attack you've been blasting against it. You haven't seen any, any magical resistances like on Malakar. Okay. Then Adros is going to take a guarded step to get into flanking position and try stabbing this thing with a longsword. Already. I don't... Ooh, yeah, that's, that'll be good. That'll be good. I like that. Single I attack. 
19 on the dice. Oh, man, but I rolled a 1 in that damage. Only 32 points of <laughs> Only 32. All right, still taking a good deal of it. Raimi Quindauer, back to you. Raimi is going to move uh, up next to Nack, mm-hmm. and he's going to fire again with his rifle. Uh, 26 uh, plus get him. That is just enough, even through shooting through Edros, giving that a little bit of a bonus. That uh, is so. uh, 20 points of damage. 20 is still up when we're going into t- turn three of this combat and turn, what, uh, uh, six of the total combat. Uh, let's Ooh. get it going, Knack Feldspar. Okay, first off, get him. And uh, hey, Floaty, you know there's plenty of gravity here. You don't have to be a jerk about things. Clever fame. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, you don't have to be a jerk about things. Uh, You've heard him, folks. So that is a 30 bluff check. Does that, uh, does that faint? That is enough. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so we got that wombo combo going now. Which means Alindra Vallis should not have any difficulty hitting. It's her turn. All right, flanking buddies and get them. Let's do <laughs> yeah. a double attack. Uh, so this uh, okay. will be negative one to each of these due to shaken. Oh, yes! Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> Another combat being ended by this natural twenty because. <laughs> Is that 82 damage? (laughs) Uh, I think Uh, plus four. Plus four, so 86. Just beating out uh, Edros's crit from earlier, uh, (laughs) you do indeed snap this thing in half like a twig, blade piercing through its undead flesh, and it falls to the ground, and it's still trying to, like, talk to you, but (laughs) there's, like, no sound coming from it, and then it just kind of goes cold. Shut up, floaty. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny how those who talk the biggest game fall the fastest. <laughs> uh, right, well done, yeah. Out Thank you, buddy. High five. Okay, so um, uh, I imagine you guys can spend some time going over these two, uh, the, the weapons they've got. So uh, Malakar indeed in duty had an elite semi-auto pistol and an ultra-thin longsword. She could have had a number of... Uh, couple of auto pistols on her if anybody wants one was uh what about her little like belt or armor like the that she was pushing um yeah it looks like a um a basic computer kind of like installed into it where she can like a, a comm unit and like a badge kind of keyed into it looks like there was indeed another grenade <laughs> wired to blow in this room <clears throat> uh, that she did not get a chance to do so the stuff that she was doing wasn't wasn't any sort of magic or or generated by her her armor at all. Doesn't look like it. I can give you a full readout of of what she's got on her. Uh, indeed, there is a a Mark IV frag grenade that is still primed to explode uh, above the the door, as well as a detonator attached to it. Let's, uh, let's deactivate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to disarm that real quick. Like, yeah, you, you can take take twenty on it since we're out of combat now. I'm going to shoot um, it. <laughs> <laughs> it explodes. Uh, no, so you can you can get both of those. She has another one of these emergency security keys on her person, as well as a system-wide comm unit kind of built Ooh. into her Eoxian um, corpse system fleet badge. wide Yeah. Um, on this other Eoxian's body, he's got Freebooter Armor Mark III, a Comet Hammer, um, which is kind of like a, a powered uh, weapon, a bludgeoning weapon, uh, another s- elite semi-auto pistol, and rounds and uh, a regular personal comm unit, which he got the uh, the message to come help out with the attack from from Malakar. Oh, good. 
and oh, well. let's see. Yeah, way to go. Way to go, everyone. I helped. And I was also there. Uh, taking a look back in this room, the main pillar, uh, the, this little raised dais you can see, is locked as well. And and as, as you're taking a look over it, it seems to be a biometric lock pad kind of on its side. Hmm. I pick up uh, Malakar's hand and I, I, I put it on it. Uh, so that is enough to crack it open, I believe, uh, with a little bit of engineering finagling. Uh, you find a, a cache of weapon batteries. Uh, eight batteries in total, two regular, two high capacity, two super capacity, and two ultra capacity. <laughs> as well as, it looks like this is just like a, a ammo locker, because there are 90 small arm rounds, 100 long arm and sniper rounds, 60 heavy rounds, and 25 scattergun shells. Mm. This is like the, the locked cabinet for this area of the, the ships. Hooty hoo! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking one of those uh, high capacities for sure. Taking looking at them ultra boys too. Yeah, you guys can we'll, we'll divvy this up off air, but looking at this podium here, it has a set of keyboards and consoles that kind of fold out from it and it, it looks to be a another very high security computer system. Who wants ah. to take a peek? Uh, uh I will. Well, we we will. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll help. <laughs> So you get all three of you, the uh, the science team, take a watch. Cue the uh, Doogie Howser music. We're we're, <laughs> the, we're pewter buddies. That's right. All right, Peter pals. Yeah, that's you not going to be a shirt. Peter pals. So you guys want to uh, help, or do you want to like do a separate role? Uh, I, I'll help because I know yours is about nine plus nine ahead of me. Okay, yeah, cool. and I, I'm only plus seventeen, so I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll help. So that's okay. so you guys can both aid automatically, but Andis, yeah, you've got the, the big job taking a look at this. It seems like it is networked in after a few keystrokes. These holographic displays pop up, and you're looking at the digital architecture surrounding a tier ten computer system. Ooh, Ooh, All right. Oh, God. But you you also know that yeah th- this is this is well within the possibility of being done if you roll very well. All right, I still have another re-roll on my uh, mm-hmm. computer idol. So, uh, wait, sorry, tier ten computer? Mm-hmm. Like after nine? Before eleven? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. That's a DC fifty-three. So. And you've got plus six from these two and the, the bonus you got elsewhere. It's not possible. Mm, so that would be a 33. Yeah, so I could do it on a 20. So no, not really possible. Oh, but not going to even try. You could only do it on a 20. I mean, so I can. Yeah, I can only do it on a 20, even with all these bonuses. Um, You know what? Valhalla. Let's do it. Don't, don't, yeah. fa- don't fall for Patrick's trap. Oh, oh you gotta be kidding. kidding me! Oh my! Was that well, a, was, get, that was a six? But you get plus six from us, right? Yep. So that's a fifty-two. Yeah. Um, it's DC fifty-three. Which is right? no fifty-three. 53 indeed. You have that math right. Wow. Uh, uh, it is indeed so a. Fact. I do not. I do not set off any countermeasures. No <laughs> countermeasures come up, but you can tell that you did a baddie bad as like red skulls come flashing across the screen and an Eoxian voice intones authorization failed in case of emergency insert security key I 
call for Alindra. I say, Alindra, get over here now. Yeah, Alindra runs over over excitedly because she can help with computers. And <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've got bring over that thing you found. We've got two come of on, those. We've, we've got two you of the security keys now. You found three technically. Now there's one on Malakar, one on in the security suite of Cyber. I put them. I put them all together in like a sandwich and I jam them all in. <laughs> uh, so this is going to make it a little bit easier. <sighs> Okay. Now, in this time, if you fail, there might be some repercussions. Well, well this I still have my re-roll. I still have my re-roll. That is true. So. Yes! Oh, yes! Yes! Another 19 on the Two. dice. A super crit. Two uh, to hack into the system. All right. So that's going to be a another 52 uh, on yeah. the on the check. It gives you like a plus 15 with each of these keys that you throw. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, plus five for each. So it, and it, it's a few minutes of you guys all hacking into the system onto multiple keyboards, CSI hacking style. But some, you're eventually able some to of them on the same the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, everyone's hands on the same keyboard. Uh, the, the vast webs of data are sprawled out holographically across the room the, the multiple nodes of the screens behind you where you have the security feeds and all the systems are shown here and a small skull hologram red skull hologram pops up into the middle of the room and in Eoxian says, I'm your system guide how may I be of assistance? It's Clippy, it's the undead Clippy <laughs> It looks like you're trying to take over a battle station <laughs> 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 uh, yes, that is what happens here. Uh, so you've got you've got access to this. You've got some some different uh, ship information, um, including the decks of the ship and, and maps and things like that pop up. But do you have questions for for the system guide? Who is in control of this ship? Who is the captain? The ship's highest ranking officer is Admiral Saravok. That's Kevlar's Knorr, just as I always knew. <laughs> This vessel's captain is Garden Shaw. This section of Hangar Bay is operated by Officer Malakar. Digital Assistant Note, would you like to add this search into Officer Malakar's file in Project Tombstone? Wait, what? What? No. No. No, we don't. Yeah. Andis was busy like like tucking Malakar's like hand into the <laughs> into the chest like <laughs> the computer didn't notice. <laughs> Please outlay the the designated operational notes for Project Tombstone. Accessing Officer Malakar's private files marked Tombstone. Buffering. Buffering. Project Tombstone is to be continued. Oh, oh there it is. Who didn't see that coming? <laughs> I did not because I'm always surprised. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys are basically done with the, the hangar bay here. Very excited to get to the rest of this fun ship. Except but, for uh, that one room that we missed and the one room that's actually in the hangar bay that we didn't go into. Oh, stop it. We <laughs> get it. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on from here next week, but we're not going to move on with these characters. These guys have to stay behind, unfortunately. Oh, like our characters? Yes, because uh, they are level 11 characters and you are all now level 12. Yes! GM abilities. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ultimate power, guys! I guys, I can hack a level ten computer on a uh, on a nineteen now. <laughs> 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 Let's go back. Actually, I think you probably got two. 
level 12 performance. <laughs> oh, so I can just do that. <laughs> so in reality, I actually just did it like with my own with my own gumption and also Nack and Raimi. I wanted you to know oh. that you could do it. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. But Dude, uh, yeah, after after these about... two fights, mm, level 12, where we're at. Oh, things man. Are about to get bonzers. Mm-hmm. You guys got some good abilities. We'll talk about those next week, and we'll talk about mm-hmm. all kinds of other cool stuff that's going on in the, the Starfinder world and get into the last leg of this book. Awesome. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, there's still so much exciting stuff to to get through, but uh, we have to wait till next week to to start it off, figure out what Project Tombstone is, and uh, and play through some more Empire of Bones. I'll be a huckleberry. I thank you guys for playing with me. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Let's wrap it up and say, see you on the other side. See See you on the other side. side.